For this command is a lamp, this teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. This evening, I'm happy to be here once again. I am, I am believing God that this year it will end very well. Amen. Yes, I have, I have an expectation that things we have been looking for that haven't yet come. So you too be alert. A goalkeeper who is serious is always alert. I saw one goal when the ball had passed. Then the goalkeeper dived. I said, useless goalkeeper. What, what is your use? After they have scored, then you dive. No, you must be alert to catch it before it comes. It doesn't pass you. And I'm believing that we shall catch something last week, this week, and the weeks to come before the year ends and we'll have a testimony of something that God has done for us. And my prayer this evening, let us pray, is Lord, thank you for bringing us here. Um, thank you for touching, motivating, drawing our lives, our, our us, that we are not here by chance but we are here deliberately because you have brought us. Thank you for this, this opportunity. <clears throat> Bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. you. May be seated. Last week we were talking about movements the revelation of movements. And uh, I, I said something. I said that when we met God, Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning God, then verse 2, the Spirit of God moved. You know, so God began by moving. And then Acts 17, we said that God, in him we live and move. And as we are made as his children, moving is normal. Amen? amen. Oh, amen. amen. And then we also said something. That's uh, what I'm revising for you. That we have been here long enough. You have been in your place long enough. You have been in your work, in your condition. You have been broke, you have been single, you have been in a small church. It's, are you not tired? I, I know, are you not tired? Seriously. Look at you, but ask you, are you not tired of how your condition is? Huh? You are tired? Yes. Me cry, I'm tired. We should be tired of, uh, we, we want, that's, that's why this, I, I told my team that this year, Christmas, There'll be no normal carol service. I'm tired of normal carol service. Come and sing, Oh, come, oh, ye faithful. Every year, since 1972. Every year. Uh, silent night, holy night. Ah, are you not tired of silent night, holy night? You are tired. Uh, we, we need something different. Something living. Something exciting. Uh, that's why we have Ben MP Partners. Beautiful, exciting, nice mood changing not that we do the same thing every year tell somebody the same thing every year no 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 we have stopped that business there must be movements there must be change 
I mean, even the shoe and the trouser you are wearing. Ah, are you not tired? I know we wear jeans, I know, but you can't wear only one jeans for one month. Hey, it's too much. But, well, we are, we are believing God that um, things are changing. And last week I mentioned a door, a window, door of opportunity that as you are moving, as you are moving, what happens is that we, Second Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 12. Um, furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, and a door was opened unto me of the Lord. Give me the New Living Translation. Why is mine different from yours? My New Living is different from yours. Uh-huh. Mine is the old one, eh? Always use this word, full stop. When I came to the city of Troas to preach the good news of Christ, the law opened a door of opportunity for me. Hallelujah. That means that I had the chance to do something. I had a chance, I had the opportunity. Just this, just this, this afternoon, I was reading, I was just browsing, and I saw uh, 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 somebody's testimony that she was married then she then the marriage fell apart when she was 20 or 21 then she said i'll marry again tell somebody foolish you marry again she said no i'll marry again i'll just live alone happy no children no husband no cooking no washing nothing just enjoy my life tell somebody foolish just enjoy my is that wisdom is that wisdom just enjoy my life and be like how I am and then just chase a job, get money, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And then that was, she divorced 20, she was 21, married about six years, 27. Then she divorced, she all married again. Now she's 38. Then she said, I'm lonely. <laughs> Tell her, I'm lonely. They said, as Samoa, I need a husband and children. And then she said, I'm praying that I'm not too old. 39. And you want children. And you don't have a husband. Tell somebody, you are too old. You are too old. You have missed an opportunity. Because men came earlier. But she said, no, I don't want any marriage. I'm alone. I'm happy. I'm chasing my career. I'm going to travel around and enjoy life. Tell somebody, I'm going to enjoy life. It's not true. It's not true at all. Because suddenly, she's saying that at 39, I'm lonely. And I want to marry and have children and settle down. Tell somebody, it's not easy that you marry at 39 and have children and, and, and to be like easy. It's not easy like that. Dr. Henry, true or not true? It's not easy to have children at that age. Yeah. But there is what we call opportunities, chances. And when you, you see, when you meet a chance, it's like, it's easy. I mean, when you come to a door that is not locked, you pass through easily. True or not true? Hey, true or not true? You just pass through easily. Then you are gone. I mean, uh, some doors crack, they open by themselves. When you come there and you're approaching on, when you stretch your hand, the door is opening. Then you wonder, is it a door? It's a door. It's a door. But it's opening unto you. So you can pass through easily. Amen. And so Paul says, a window, a door of opportunity, a chance was opened unto me to do something. And when, listen, when you hit that chance, it's easy. It is as if you are doing, I mean, how many have ever written an exam eh, 
all your tips came. Ah, can I see your hand? You wrote an exam. You had five tips. All the five tips came. I mean, one of my, my, it was a year, two years ahead of me. Two years ahead of me. I was in Form 3 when I was in Form 5 writing O-Levels. Do you know O-Levels? You don't know O-Levels. You are born after O-Levels. Look, O-Levels is a fearful paper. It is a paper to make strong men shiver. Yeah. And my brother was in that year group. And they went to write one of the papers, either maths or physics. I think it was maths. They went to do the math paper. And when you get to the room, you're all sitting like this, waiting for the paper. And the paper is, I think it's blue for green for O levels and pink for A levels. Yeah. So the green paper came and it comes face down. So you're all like this, tense. Then you say, turn the paper, start work. Then you turn the paper and start reading to see your future. <laughs> Look. They were in the exam room like this. Shabaya. And then the green paper came face down. Everybody was still tense. Then they said, okay, start work. Then they all turned their paper and began reading. They were all reading, reading, reading. Then one guy, when he turned the paper, he was reading. Then he sat back and relaxed in the chair and began to write. <laughs> His tips have landed. Yeah. Then, it, then it's like it's easy. As if life is easy there's no you don't struggle that's how it is when a door opens it is as if why are you learning i mean why are you sweating i mean why are you struggling why are you praying the the thing is easy and you'll be saying that because a door is open where there is no door you knock your head against the wall yeah where there, where there is no door, you will think that, what, what will you think? That you are useless. You will see that I am failing. How many have been there before? I am failing. <laughs> Only three of us. I am failing. And you failed. <laughs> and you failed. Yes. Because the punches didn't land and so what we call is a door of opportunity it is it is when things work to your favor hallelujah and and that is what we are talking about this evening in our movements as we move are, are you here this evening tonight i need to pay very close attention because what i'm preaching is very important because as you move from place to place you will find opportunities when you meet a door of opportunity that is open life is easy and you just move through simply amen now just as an aside where is when you are moving where is God taking us do you understand as you are moving, as I say, come, and we are we are talking. Where is where is our destination? Okay, because you must know what to expect as you are going. I mean, if I'm traveling on a road and I don't know where I'm going, then I see Ofensu, it's okay. Then I go on, then I see Akumadan, it's okay, it's fine, or it's not fine. It's fine. Then I asked the devil, where are we going? He says, Accra. It's no fine. It's no fine at all. It's no fine at all. Trouble. You are going to Accra. You are Akumadan. No, 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 no. Something is very, very wrong. So you must know where you are going for the signs you meet on the road to make sense. Okay? Revelations chapter 4. And this is one of the key things after this I looked and behold a door was opened in heaven and the first voice which I heard 
was, as it were, of a trumpet, talking with me. The voice is uh, chapter 2 and 3. That voice, if you know Revelations. Chapter 2 and 3, that is the voice he's talking about, talking to him. That's Jesus, by the way. And the voice said, come up, give me the New Living Translation again. Come up hither. Come up here. So, Jesus, talking to John, says two things. One, come up. It means that where God is taking you is not down. It's not down. What did, what did uh, uh, Bishop Oedipo say? God didn't call you to diminish you. you. You didn't become a Christian to be robbed of excitement and happiness. That's not why you are a Christian. To become in a police state where policemen are watching your everything. Don't touch. Don't look. Don't go. Don't, no, that's not, a, that's not what we are called to be. No, we're not called to be sad that's why when you're coming to give offering and you don't smile, I'm not excited. Offering time is a party time. Amen. He says, come up here and I will show you what must happen. I mean, listen, tell somebody, we didn't come to suffer. Oh, you're suffering, you're suffering already. Don't say, we didn't come to suffer. Even when you are fasting, don't say I'm suffering. Say, I'm laying a foundation for my breakthrough. Ah, no, suffering is not at all our calling. Amen. Verse 2. And I was in the spirit. That's the key. I was in, to be spiritual is what makes everything sensible and understandable. That Jesus called us to, to, to do well, to rise up and go high. And if you are if you are not high if you are not going up high oh I cannot hear the voices at all this evening it's not God's fault it's yours no teacher has come to teach you to fail and so when you go to a class and they teach you and it comes and you have still failed it's not the teacher's fault it's yours you didn't learn you didn't practice I saw somebody lying in bed. I'm doing maths. <laughs> I'm reading maths. Lying in bed. Tell somebody, do you plan to pass? Ah, maths, you don't read maths. You work maths. I'm reading maths. I'm lying in bed. No, 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 no. So, listen. John 14. Verse uh, 3. And Jesus said, so that King James please King James that where I am there ye may be also hallelujah and where is Jesus seated at the right hand seated at the right hand and so I want us to understand that you see when I say we are moving we are moving let's all move clearly know where we are moving to clearly don't be confused and when i say we are traveling where to my hometown okay let's go then we are driving then you see offense hey we are in trouble it's the wrong road because my hometown is not offense amen we are going to where holiday then you see a plane tickets where a flower <laughs> holiday what are you doing at a flower for holiday it's a border town with just dust and one road no it's not a holiday it's work you must are you here this, this evening yeah you must be able to guess where we are going and Jesus came to take us higher hallelujah I, I, I wish we had time for this one but not tonight but and uh, you see you must believe that my calling is greatness amen I, I, not my education look it's not education that will make you great that sometimes you say well because i didn't go to school so I, I, i'm justified in in my poverty no 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 many graduates have unemployed graduates association is there unemployed many graduates 
look, I saw somebody recently going to do masters, and I warned the person. I warned the person, be careful. You don't look, give up your job, do masters to become unemployed. Is a common? Was it you? It was you. Ah, uh-huh, yes. I, I couldn't remember who it was. Be careful. You don't give up your job, become a masters. You have an MBA and then PhD. Then you are unemployed. That's not the aim. You should get a better job. That's the aim of a masters. True or not true? Yeah. That's the aim of a, of education. So it's not. But you see, many are in school and don't have proper salary. So it's not, it's not, it is not education that makes you great. It is God. Psalm, Psalm 75. I think verse 5. Verse 6. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor the west nor the south. It, look, promotion doesn't come from anywhere but from God. So when God comes, what does he bring? Promotion. If you are going to, that is why people are so bitter and angry in the civil service. They have work ah, and they have no promotion. Because promotion doesn't come from the civil service. Even you get there, some nurses told me they have gone to do their degree. They had HND or, or NTCs, what? Diploma. Then they got into the, in this thing. Then they got their degree and they are still in the same place. True or not true? I mean, I should be promoted by now. That's something. Promotion doesn't come from certificates. I'm warning you. Oh, tell him I'm warning you. Promotion doesn't come from certificates. It comes from God. Are, are you with me this evening? I'm talking about movements and then a door of opportunity. But you must know where you are going. Amen. You must know what it is that you are trying to achieve in, in, in moving. Amen. Now listen. So, um, every time there's a door, automatically, by all means, there will be walls. There cannot be a door when there is no wall. Uh, it's, it's, it's simple. So every time we mention a door of opportunity or even window of opportunity, at the same time, we are saying that there are walls. There are walls, there are obstacles that are there to do what? To keep you from going forward. Amen. And also, it may seem obvious, but it's not the case. But the truth is, a wall is many times bigger than a door. A door is just a small gap, a small space. Whereas the wall there, it extends So, if you are not careful, how many have ever in your own house at night, when ECG took their lights, you couldn't find the door? You couldn't find the door, your own house. Yeah. So, as you are going, I know where the door is, is here. You are going. It's here. Then when you touch the thing, to your surprise, it's a wall. Hey, where is the door? Is it here or here? Then as you are going, they say, no, I've gone too far. The, by now, I shall have seen the door. It's here. Then you are going, ah, then you, before you meet the door, by then you've knocked a table and you'll kick something. Oh, it's not true. Yeah. And I hope you are taking very, what I'm saying very seriously. Very seriously. Because the door, you must follow what I'm saying, that we are moving, we are moving up high, we are going to 
meet a door the door is a small gap in a big wall and the walls are there to firmly keep you out firmly confidently certainly the walls without a doubt they will keep you out i mean there's no joke about a, a wall i mean there's no discussion there's no let's see let's see what we'll do whether we'll go try harder or, or press longer or no 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 a wall will keep you out there's nothing you can do to pass through this wall not you nothing to pass through this wall only arm robbers with more hammer and chisel can pass through a wall and that one cry after much effort at hammering chiseling breaking plenty noise and much delay before they will enter into the room but ordinary citizen a wall will keep you out full stop full stop you will not go you will not go amen so we are going somewhere we are going upwards that is the calling we have we are moving from where we are on the way is a door of opportunity that is not locked mind you and that door is surrounded by walls these walls are obstacles that stop us from going where we are going amen and as i said the doors are very narrow and small compared with the walls is that is that clear is that clear beautiful so let me ask one question it means that as you are moving what are you more likely to meet pardon I, I didn't hear it clearly walls as you are moving I said let's go where up high where, where? through the door of opportunity good but as you are going mr. Christian man or Christian lady you are more likely to meet walls than doors amen so tonight I want you to understand these walls to understand the walls what they mean and what should be your reaction to the walls is it a good idea how many want to know how to handle the walls how many have met a wall in your life recently met a wall obstacle I'm going somewhere I couldn't get there I want a job I couldn't get a job I want a house I want something looking for money and I couldn't get it all those are walls keeping you from going where you want to go and so this evening for a few minutes let us see what how to handle those walls amen first Thessalonians first Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 18 King James please wherefore we would have come unto you I would have got a job I would have traveled I would have gone abroad we would have come unto you even I Paul once and again but what but what satan hindered us satan hindered us satan blocked us when israel was leaving egypt what did pharaoh say i will not let you go i mean it took him nine plagues i will not let you go we are going to our somewhere i said no 
Pharaoh stood in the way. I will not let you go. Satan hindered us. Hallelujah. First Peter 5 8. But be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary. Who's the adversary? Somebody against you. Somebody against you. I, I, I mean, when I used to watch football many years ago, I was a Hasselbrook supporter. Hey, when Hass win, we are winning. But you know something? When Hass is not playing, but Kotoko is playing, and they win, we are sad. Because we are against. I mean, it, it doesn't concern, it's not, the two teams are not your team. But we are against. Only crowd we are against, but they, they didn't try, so we didn't mind them very much. It is somebody who delights in your downfall. Yeah. Even when you are winning the league and they are in the middle of the table, you want them to lose even more and go down, down, down. Somebody who wishes you ill. Amen? And he's just there blocking you. That's all. I hope you are with me. He's just there to do what? Block you. Frustrate you. Let you be miserable. The sadder you are, the happier he is. That's, that's the opposition. That's the adversary. That's the enemy who is hindering your happiness. Are, are, are you with me? And, and so let us be very clear that Satan is standing in the way to hinder you from many things that God has for you. That is why when Daniel prayed, he prayed, he prayed two days. He was praying. He was praying one week. He was praying two weeks. He was praying. Hey, three weeks he was praying. Then the angel came to explain that from the beginning that you began to pray, God answered. From the beginning that you began to pray, God answered. What was the answer? The answer was yes. Go ahead. But the prince of Persia withstood. Withstood means hindered. Stood in the way. Stopped. Prevented me from coming. I want you to understand that. Look. Satan is stopping you from being happy. He is standing in the way of your success. Your church not growing, your business not doing well. Ah, don't be confused. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, don't be confused. Amen. Satan is standing in the way. Hallelujah. But look at this. Acts chapter 16. And verse 6. Now, when they had New Living Translation, when Paul and Silas traveled to the area of Phrygia and Galatia, because who? The Holy Spirit prevented them. Are you here this evening? The Holy Spirit prevented them from preaching. Is preaching a bad thing? No, I didn't hear you. Is it a bad thing, preaching? From preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Then coming to the borders of Mesia, they headed north for the province of Bithynia. But again, the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them to go there. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? Yeah. So, now, uh, uh, you see, this is the reality of life. Satan is hindering you. But some things too, God hasn't given it to you. 
are you listening to me? Some things too. God hasn't given them to you. And so here we are, Christians, many things you don't have. What do we do? Oh, it's not as, as, is, is it straightforward? Is it clear what to do? It's not clear. Because when you come against something, I'm not too sure what you are battling. I mean, if, if I look back, my first proposal for marriage, God, I, I'll say God. <laughs> God prevented me from going ahead. Now I'll say, praise the Lord. At that time, I'll say, oh, Satan, I bind you. But now I see that God prevented me from going ahead. And so some things God prevents us and some things Satan hinders us. Amen. Acts. Tonight, we will have understanding. Acts chapter 27. reading from the New Living Translation. This is Paul. On When the time came, we set sail for Italy. Remember, Paul had appealed to Caesar and said, to Caesar, you will go. So Paul was on his way to Rome. Verse 4. And putting out to sea, we encountered strong headwinds. A headwind is the wind against you. A headwind is the wind that as you are going, you are heading into the wind. It's a wind facing you. And even when you are walking in a strong wind, you can find yourself standing still. In a strong wind, in a strong rainfall, when you are trying to walk in the wind, you find yourself struggling to even take one step. That's a strong headwind. And Paul says, we encountered strong headwinds that made it difficult to keep the ship on course. Verse 7. After several days of sailing, and after what? Are you listening to me? Please pay attention. It's very important. And after great difficulty, we finally neared Snyder's. But the wind was against us. Amen. But the wind was against us. Verse 8. We struggled along the coast with great difficulty. Which, I mean, the headwind they had met had been chasing them all along. We struggled along the coast with great difficulty and finally arrived at fair havens. Nine. We had lost a lot of time and the weather was becoming dangerous. Verse 10. Paul said, Men, I believe there is trouble ahead. Are, are you paying attention to every, what I'm saying is very important to Paul said I believe there is trouble ahead give me that King James sir I perceive I perceive I understand I can see I can look at the facts and understand what I'm seeing I perceive that this voyage will be with much hurt, with hurt and much damage. Why are you listening to me? Back to the King James, uh, New Living Translation. Men, he said, I believe there is trouble ahead if we go on. If you persist on this road, if you insist on marrying this girl, if you force to get this job, this contract, this visa, this trouble, if you insist on going this way, I perceive that there's trouble ahead of you. I can see trouble ahead of you if you continue on this road. 
verse 11. Mark verse 11. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than to Paul. He what? Listened more. I, I, are you, you are so quiet and worried. The centurion listened more to the ship's captain and the owner who were ship, shipmen than Paul. What was Paul? A tent maker. And a, and a man of the land. Even a fisherman cried, wasn't a fisherman. And so the, cap, the, the captain believed these are shipmen. The owner of the ship, the captain experienced shipmen. And so he listened to them more than to Paul, who is just a man, a preacher man, going to prison. He listened to them more than to him. It's very important. Because a lot of people listen to others more than to their pastors. Listen to their uncles, listen to their relatives, listen to lawyers and doctors and businessmen. Look, many times, pastors have advised people who have listened and not done. True or not true? Hey, true or not true? Many people, including some who are here, you have disobeyed pastors to listen to your uncle, your businessman, your people, because you thought that they know more than pastors. You have believed them more than pastors. Because a pastor is not a businessman. He doesn't do business. He doesn't know foreign exchange. He doesn't import. He doesn't do taxes. He doesn't do uh, invoicing. Pastors, they are theoretical people. Hey! Is that what you are saying today? Is that what you are saying? They believe the ship owner and the captain more than Paul. Many people believe so-called professionals more than they believe into men of God that God has given you. Write it down. Many people believe, they believe the others more than pastors. You believe your business, your uncle, your teacher, your uncle, your, you believe any, any, almost anybody, almost anybody more than pastors. Verse 12. And because the heaven I'm back to the King James. And because the heaven was not commodious to winter in, was not comfortable to winter in, look at this one. The more parts, the majority advised that we should depart. The majority. Listen, many people saying something doesn't make it right. Many people agree. That's why democracy is a joke. Many people are right. Look at us today. Yeah, many people brought us here. Including some of you. <laughs> some of you brought us here. Your vote brought us here. Some of you. Yeah. The more part advice to depart and go. Paul said, don't go. Stay here. Let's not go further. Let's stay here. They said, no, let's go. Let's vote. How many will say to go? When they voted, most. Ah, majority carries the vote. Let's go. Tell somebody it's not like that. I hope you are listening. It is not the majority at all. It's not. It's not. That is why it doesn't matter at all what people are saying. Verse 13. And when the wind blew softly, ha! Huh, deception number three. When the wind blew what? Softly. After the strong headwinds that were back there. Do you remember the headwind? We struggled against the wind. We, we moved slowly. Now what? The wind blew softly. 
And now what? Supposing they had obtained their purpose, circumstances will deceive you that everything is correct now. This is the time to travel. This is the time to do your masters. This is the time to get married. This is the time. Circum- they, they look at the weather and look around said, ah, this is the time. And then, losing thence, they set sail. They went off. You all know what happened. Shipwreck. I mean, at that time, they said with their own hands, they threw away their cargo, they threw away their anchor with their own hands. This, this, this evening, I want us to remember a few things okay remember a few things Satan hinders us but God also stops us from going into a trouble that is not necessary God stops us when God is stopping you sometimes you hear professionals saying one thing no you hear the majority saying one thing. No. You hear the economy, everything is right. No. Paul spoke. Do you know what he said? He said, This night, an angel of the Lord, whose I am and whom I serve, that is the voice that must guide you. That is the voice. That must get not 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 circumstances at all. Too many of us we are led by circumstances. Too many of us we are led by the economy, the the forecast, the politicians, the economists. It's not allowed. It's not it's not allowed. Whose child is this? It's red card. Where is the mother of this child? It's a red card that is passed. They can come, but they can't come running down. Like that is not yeah. listen too many of us God is not leading you when we say let's go you, you, you don't even know where you are going and that's how come you are even staying in one place you are too many of us are being led by so-called professionals. I have met useless doctors and lawyers. I've met some. I've met a doctor who didn't know shilling. Yes. Yes. My son is also a doctor. One day a doctor gave us some advice. And my son heard it. He said, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And he's just, he just graduated just recently. I don't know how many years ago. Three years ago, four years ago. I forgot him when he graduated. It's not long. He's just a young person. In, in, in practice, five years maybe. And an older doctor was giving advice. He said, No, 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 no. You you will take the older doctor's advice. You will die. <laughs> People look I, I've I have met a lawyer. He hasn't won one case. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was handling a case I was interested in. He was unfortunately my friend's lawyer, handling our case. Eesh, uselessness. <laughs> I mean, uselessness. And the other dog, other lawyer will come every every time they met. He will just dismiss. <laughs> and I, no, no, no. You see, I'm trying to explain that not all professionals should be listened to. I'm trying to explain because you you when you hear lawyer, no, hey, he's right. Doctor, no, hey, I believe, I will do, I will buy. No, 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 no. And when 
two, three, four people talk to you, no, I believe. We are all going to buy some gold for men's gold. Yeah, it's a good idea. See? You see? I saw somebody going to buy, we are all going to buy men's gold. I said, hey, don't buy. So all my people in the office are going to buy men's gold. It's a great idea. You are buying gold. It will be increasing. I said, don't buy men's gold. I didn't know what men's gold was. I didn't know what it was at that time. I said, don't buy. By the grace of God, she didn't buy. Hey! No, 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 no. You don't listen to pastors. Not pastors. To the voice of God. To the voice of God. You don't listen. And, and, and too many times, we let circumstances, things that are happening, that what you see in the graphic, what you read in the news, what you read everywhere, those things, no. Tell somebody no. What must lead you? A still, small voice. Elisha stood on the mountaintop and there was an earthquake and there was a fire. And there was a wind that broke the rocks. But God was not in those things. And finally, finally, as he was there, he heard a still... Are you listening to me this, this evening? A still small voice. Isaiah 30, I think it's 21 or 25 or 28. And you hear a voice in your ear. This is the way, walk in it. This is... Tonight, if you want to move with God, as God is moving, you must hear his voice. That, that is, our time is finished. It's past 8 o'clock. You didn't come early. If, if, how many want to go ahead in life to the high calling? Ha! Huh. If you want to do, walk this road, it is no human being. I listen to me. No human being can take you on this journey. No. Nobody can. Uh, your uncle. Tell somebody you are mad to trust your uncle like this. I don't know who you are. You will say it. Or it's you. Uh, it's you. You are. I mean your uncle that. One, one lady. One lady was receiving marriage counseling from her auntie. Hey. Very serious marriage counseling. Her auntie this, my auntie said, my auntie said, my auntie said. Hey! After a while, then we ask, is your auntie married? No. Oh, what is wrong with you? But because she's my auntie, so she's my mother's senior sister. So she's wise. Tell somebody, the ship's owner and the captain... They were all saying one thing and Paul said the opposite. But the captain, the, the, the centurion listened to the owner and more than to Paul. That was the mistake. They lost everything, including the ship. They lost, are you here this evening? They lost everything. They said, we have to come back here. Our time is gone. But they said that with their own hands, they threw away the, the treasures. With your own hands, you'll be throwing away things. Because that is not where you are now. That, it won't save you. And, and the key, the key is that you, Paul, find it for me. I forgot the scripture. Paul said, for this night, an angel of the Lord, whose I am, who I said, stood by. I'm giving you the people ownership. It's God. It is it is, it is the voice of God that alone can lead us. That's why prophet said, somebody asked him, you can't find the scripture too in the same chapter. I can't believe it. You're not reading. Ah, ah. Don't use the struggle. Bishop said, the most important book he has written is the art of hearing. Not, lo- not loyalty, not church growth, out of leadership. No, 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 no. He said that the most important book he has written of all the 106 books, that's 106. That, and I was surprised. The day he asked us, so what's my, my most important book? I was thinking, either it's loyalty or out of leadership or maybe good general, one of those important ones. He said, no. 
art of hearing. The art of hearing. And that is something that we pay little attention to. To hear the voice of God before you do anything. To, you are going to do MBA. Why? I can afford it. Tell somebody you are not serious. I'm going to marry the girl. Why? She's nice. Or my uncle recommended her to me. Or my friends say that, yeah, tell her, make you go ahead. Tell her, make you marry him. She correct, pa. Your classmates. Your classmates are advising you to marry. Ask the person, are you mad? Your classmates, many, the, the more part are saying, and you are believing them too. No, 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 no. No. Tonight, if you take something away, let it be this. You must hear the voice of God. You must hear. If, if, if the whole preaching is to be summarized into one thing, say this is the key to your success, to hear the voice of God. If you can't hear, at least don't follow the crowd. Don't follow people's advice. No, 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 no. When, and you see, pastors, they think that, what do they think? They think that we talk a lot and we just uh, always think of our church, our income, we want your money. We are, they, are, they are always thinking that we are trying to protect our church and we don't mind too much about you and that pastors, they are always no far be it from us many times we are worried about you oh you have no idea you have no, i i be yes yesterday i was so I, I i just got a call that somebody has gone to do surgery and didn't tell me i said ah what are you why How, why would you do such a thing why would you do such a thing you are going to do a surgery. You won't tell me. Why? What, what is it? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse, anesthetic. I'm, I'm none of those things. I'm just a pastor. But I want you to understand that God speaks to us. Yeah. You must force to hear the voice of God. Yes. I can tell you something. For the past few months, my prayer times have been very, 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 very simple. Because my prayer is just one. Lord, lead me. That's my prayer. It's just one. Lord, lead me. So I'll pray. When I finish, Lord, lead me. I don't mind again. Once you are driving the car, I'm okay. I'll sleep in the front seat. Once you are driving, some people when they drive, hey, my eyes are open. <laughs> my leg is on the brake. Artificial brake in their car. I'm pressing brake all the time. Choo, choo, and the car is going. My eyes are alert. I've held the seat belt tight. Others, when they drive, I'm asleep. I'm relaxed. I'm safe in their hands. You must put your life really. Not, not that you are a church member so you are in church and so I'm, I'm a Christian. No, 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 no. no. You must hear. Look, I, are you here tonight? Are you listening to me? You must hear the voice of God. It must be what guides you. And don't go and see a prophet. There's something following you. No, no, no. Those, those, that is not how God speaks normally. Those are the rare occasions. I mean, everybody, dog is following you. Everybody, there's a crocodile in your house. Ha. What kind of people are we? We're all under a case. We're all under some kind of judgment. No, no, no. It's not the case. Just one or two, maybe. Most of us, we are okay. You don't need a prophet. You need a pastor. Most of us. You need your quiet time. Consistent quiet time. You need prayer and waiting. Most of us, that's what you need. You don't need a prophet to come and tell you to go and have breakfast or where to pass. No. 
Just your normal prayer, normal Christianity should guide you enough and your attentiveness to the voice of God. Now, Lord, speak. What did, what did someone say? Speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. I want us to carry this away tonight. And if you're going to pray any prayer, pray this, Lord, speak to me. Shabakataya. And when you say speak to me, don't walk away. Wait and listen. Speak to me. See you later. Where, where will I speak to you? In town, in Toronto? Only when you are very experienced will you hear God in town. Only when you know his voice clearly that you are in a crowd, then you hear God talking to you. Only. But most of us, you need quiet to be able to separate his voice from your thoughts and all those and you, you need to be able to have some time to weigh and then say it was God tonight just stand to your feet and pray for yourself Lord I want to hear your voice huh. I want to hear your voice Lord I need to hear your voice nothing nothing else matters no matter what situation condition I am in when I hear your voice, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Lord, no matter what the economy of the land is saying, no matter what the politicians are saying, the economists, the, poli- the policemen, the, other, no, 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 the, the government policy, everything. And, and you see, if you listen, if you listen carefully, you will hear contradicting things. You'll be confused. I wonder what is going on. Put your hand on your heart and your ears. Just put your hand on your heart and your ear. Open your open my ear. Ha. I need I need God to I need you to be to lean on God. What did what did uh, uh, David say? Trust in the Lord and lean not. I, I need to hear God. I need to hear God. I cannot take it, make it on my own. I cannot make, I cannot understand that dynamics are too complicated. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it. It's too complicated. This world, everybody is saying different things. Somebody is saying go. Somebody is saying come, buy city, buy dollar, buy gold buy investments, buy uh, treasure bills, what should I do? All are right, all are wrong. Marry, don't marry. Marry from your village. Marry a, a graduate. Marry a simple girl. Marry a Christian. Marry a girl who can pray. Marry Who, who do we marry? They are confused. Ah, then you end up going to marry a witch. Because you are so confused. Ah. Lord, open my ear. Many men have made mistakes. Deadly mistakes. And they have come to regret that ah, God has failed me. God has failed you. God was stopping you. Stopping you many, many times. Opposing wind, struggling wind, head wind, all trying to stop you. And you forced and went. You forced and went. You managed to overcome all the opposing winds, struggle against the wind, struggle, and, and then when there were some small breaks, ah, God has given me green lights. God tried to stop you many, many times. You went ahead. Tonight, just I want you just to put your hand on your heart, Lord, soften my heart that I'm not impressed by men and titles, and I'm not impressed by by all this people, professionals who are talking plenty. No, 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 no. no. It doesn't impress me again. It doesn't impress me again. And just my ear, my ears, let me under, hear and understand the voice of God. Let me make time, take time to get to know him because you don't know him well. You read the Bible, you don't understand, you don't know his voice. Samuel heard his voice. He said, Eli, you are calling me. It's not Eli. It's not Eli. It's God himself talking to you. 
is God himself trying to catch your attention is God himself trying to shake you to make you take your time and just pay attention to what is happening it's God himself but you have run away and run off into the thing I want you to decide decide as you go that I will make time for God I will listen I will patch sitting down sitting down listening to his voice day by day by day until I know his voice when I pick up the phone Through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. Listen every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He